I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. Despite what their moms told them, they just aren't talented enough for radio. Unfortunately, anyone can have a show these days. Sean. Well, I'm pretty hard to figure out sometimes. I can't figure myself out sometimes, so don't you try to. Joe. You're an idiot. And really, a disloyal person. This is the Cuse Militia. Those two unapologetically biased, orange-blooded homers, Sean and Joe. It's the most bullshit thing I've seen in 30 years. Welcome, orange men and ladies. Happy Tuesday. This is the Cuse Militia with Sean and Joe. Thank you so much for tuning in at Cuse Militia on the socials. Go there, join the Militia. Rate, review, subscribe. If you're listening on Apple iTunes, we appreciate all of you who have done so thus far. And um, new rule, if you leave anything below five, got to tell us why. All right? We're big boys. We can take constructive criticism. No, I'm sure it's they're okay. going to listen to the rule, right? It's, it's okay. <laughs> I think I'll it's mostly them. trolls, and I don't know where they come from, but I have a good idea. But it doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. Would a troll leave a three star, or would a troll yeah, just that's run in true. there, put no, a one star, and not you say know, anything? That's true. Yeah. Yes, a troll would leave a one star and not say anything. Yes. Yes, the three star, though, is maybe we are just a three star, and everybody else is just really nice to us. That's, that's what possible. I was to tell you. That's possible. Yeah. Maybe that's um, the first honest. <laughs> it is. It is. Real quick, before we get into the Boston College preview and the picks and the buy-seller holds, we've got a lot to do. I do want to revisit the quarterback stuff that we talked about last episode. Got a lot of feedback on that. Some sided with me, some sided with you. I mean, it was kind of mixed. I mean, I would be lying if I told you I didn't, didn't sway me a little bit that maybe, you know, you know, saying a start at Boston college is a little much. Okay. So I'm, I'm with you. I mean, I mean, I, I didn't go back and listen. You actually, you actually made your case very, very, um, good during the during the show so and you and i did not talk about that before the show either in fact no. i didn't know where you stood and you didn't even know where i stood so um anyway we got some buy seller holds that pertain to that but i do want to give joe credit because this is why i still allow him to come on and help me do this show because he's smart i mean he thinks about some of the things that not even honestly which like joe should have well, i'm not even gonna, I'm, I'm gonna say it but Let's hope this doesn't happen. Joe should have, uh, you know, a blog somewhere. You know, the problem is he doesn't know how to spell. (laughs) Yes, I do. The editor would have a hell of a time. Uh, (laughs) He does mostly shorthand. But um, I never read an article. Everything's kind of very one, you know, in an echo chamber in Syracuse Media on the quarterback stuff. And right. so um, you come here for the fresh takes. And that fresh take that time just happened to be Joe. All right? So good job, Joe. Did, yeah, you know, you got to bring a little bit different perspective. Sometimes I know. Be the and devil's advocate, it, like you said, right? So. Yeah, and sometimes it's tough when you're, when you're just had enough and you're sitting at one and six. No. <laughs> right, and, right, 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 right. And you feel like, you know what? And you're like, it can't get worse than this, right? And, and then you th- and no. then you listen to the Joe and you're like, well, is, yes, it yes, it could always get worse. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, and if you even listen to, because Babers obviously had his um, press he's playing, conference for he's, the... He, yeah, he's, uh, he's playing a little, 
mind games, I would say. Well, you know, you go back and yeah, you go back and forth, right? But he even said, you know, you could tell by his reaction when when someone brought up even Dylan Markowitz. He was like, you know, Dylan's a good quarterback. Like it didn't even sound like it was like a guarantee. Like it felt like it was just like next week or you know at any time now, maybe another quarterback could come up as like we don't even know how close the second string race is, right? Well, you got to imagine Jacoby and. Morgan is well. Obviously, the one. he's in the lead right now, right? right? But who knows what else is going on behind the scenes and how they're trying to prep them? Because if if it is that close, then sometimes it's like again, we talk about just clicks, and that's that one player can go over another player. So he didn't even make it seem like it was all 100 percent that Jacoby and Morgan by the end of the year would be the backup. So there's still questions there. You can tell. Yeah, and he kind of he kind of made it seem like too that maybe. You know, he's guessing, I guess he's keeping Boston College guessing, you know, on the QB front. Oh, he always does that. Yeah, sure. Right. And, and don't, my point is, is don't buy, don't buy into the word games of any coach at SU because they're trying to steer someone off. A lot of coaches do that. A lot of coaches do that, but yeah, I don't pay attention to other coaches. Um, One more thing. Shout out to, to our good buddy, Giovanni Heater. I am so proud of this kid. Um, he it had a piece at CNY Central. He was interviewed by Nico and um, Syracuse.com, I saw right before we came on, did something with him too. And, I mean, what congratulations to this kid. Yeah. He, you know, we, we didn't pump him up because, um, you know, he listened to yeah, us we, and he shared our stuff on social media. I mean, right, the, right, right. the kid, you could tell, was... Going talented. to be something, and he's talented. And you know, it's about damn time Syracuse.com sees it. How about that? So, anyways, congratulations to uh, our buddy Geo, man. I'm proud yeah. of him. He's uh, he's a he's a special dude. And when like like we said, with a name like Giovanni Heater, failure is not an option. So the pressure's yeah. on Geo. So, uh, anyways, um, we love him. Good for him. It's awesome yes, to see. So, all right. With that said. We are going to get into the Boston College preview, but you know what we got to do before we get into the Boston College preview, and that is here from our title sponsors over at BetOnline.ag. I've told you time and time again, look, unless you're down south like our buddy David down there hitting up, hitting up the Clemson game, you might not be able to get to the Dome this year for, to see a game, but... There is a consolation prize, and that is betonline.ag, all right? They're going to let you get in on all the action. They're going to go the the extra mile to make sure you can do so from game spreads and totals to team, player, and coach and props. BetOnline gives you more options to wager than any other place online. Head over to BetOnline today. Use the promo code ARMCHAIR to take advantage of all of the great sign-up bonuses. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Thank you, BetOnline. Okay, so... As it looks right now, the four and eight Boston Eagles—they're going to come to an empty Boston but college. N- uh, yeah, Boston College. You say four and Golden eight, or Eagles. Four and three. Four and three. I said four and eight. I did. So I screwed. Let's start. Let's just start over. Let's just start over. Yeah, let's do that. The four and three Boston College Golden Eagles—they're going to come to an empty but new thank you Joe for the thumbs up I, 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 I appreciate that an empty but newly remodeled dome to face the one in six Syracuse Orange look um, it's a travesty we still don't have a plan for fans at least give us some guidelines give us a timeline give us some something throw us a bone I don't know I don't something anything please wins over Duke Texas State, Pittsburgh, and Georgia Tech losses to UNC, Virginia Tech, and Clemson. Though, you know, as we noted, uh, they played Clemson pretty good, and um, they should be proud of that game. And, you know, those are the ones, you know. Trevor Lawrence is out, but. Yeah, yeah, I know. But still. No, yeah. And, And once again, the better team just wore down another one you know they yeah. they wore us down they wore them down um yeah, so but like what we talked about that backup quarterback would probably be a starter in most acc well teams he was a five-star so. isn't he <laughs> pretty much yeah, yeah. so <laughs> um uh sophomore quarterback phil jerkovic uh jerkovic 
sits fifth in the country in passing yards with 1,875. He's also tied for 13th in the country with touchdowns. He's tied with Sam Howell with 13. Jerkovic, only four interceptions, a QB rating of 140.2 for the year so far, over 100 yards rushing as well, some 1.7 yards a carry, whatever, whatever. But his success in the passing game really doesn't come from a spectacular run game. David Baylor leads the Golden Eagles with 304 yards in uh, on the year so far. He averages is only 3.6. The rest of them are pretty lackluster. In fact, as a team, they've only accumulated 662 yards for the season so far. So, you know, take it with a grain of salt. Uh, BC has only two receivers with 20-plus receptions. Sophomore Zay Flowers, you know that name. He has 536 yards and five touchdowns on 32 receptions. And junior tight end Hunter Long with 478 uh, yards, uh, three TDs on 41 receptions. So, the defense. Isaiah McDuffie and Max Richardson, they lead the Eagles with 69 total tackles each. McDuffie with three sacks and one interception. Top that off. Senior defense Defensive end, Maximilian Roberts, he leads the team in sacks with 4.5. Now, their defense ranks overall, total defense ranks 49th in the country. Uh, juxtapose that, Syracuse fans, we've kind of held uh, hung our hats on the Syracuse defense, minus the past like couple of games, but Syracuse's total defense ranks 86th in the country. So, Joe, right when you think you don't have to worry about a run game, you should probably worry about a run game. Right? Isn't this how this works? So, um, yeah. yeah, the run game's not spectacular for Boston College, but as always, you know. Yeah. Well, I think that kind of comes with a change a little bit. Uh, you saw AJ Dillon, who's been a monster there for four years. He went to the NFL last uh, last year, and they also had a coaching change. Um, got rid of Diazio or Steve. Yeah, yeah, and um, got um, Jeff. <clears throat> Um, Halfley, and he came from Ohio State. He was actually the defensive coordinator at Ohio State, and previous, even before that, uh, he spent the s- seven years in the NFL uh, coaching defense, defensive back, stuff like that. So he comes in as a defensive mind, but they kind of changed their offensive philosophy based upon, obviously, the coaching change, but also the fact that they have one of their better quarterbacks that they've had for for um, quite some time. Uh, Jerkovic is uh, he's a transfer from Notre Dame. So, and as you said, like a sophomore, and he, he's, he's obviously uh, a guy that can throw the ball around based upon the stats. So, uh, yeah, they've definitely gotten away from the ground game, but that doesn't mean that they don't have – they can't just, you know, go back to it. Um, and like what you said, this is a game that kind of looks like, oh, we might match up well against them because we have a decent secondary, right? right. But, I mean, other teams, obviously the coaches are smart, and they might come out and try – to do what they do and it might work just from the get-go anyway but if it doesn't then obviously i think that they can probably just go back to pounding the rock and david bailey is um he's a beast he he came in uh to when uh, aj Dillon got hurt last year and kind of relieve him um second string back and, and he is he's not an easy guy to take down so i don't see if they do want to run and everything like that i don't really see our our defensive backs at the second level um, having a real good time tackling him. So. Well, maybe you, maybe you, maybe you do. If you're Boston College, you switch it up and just target that. Just because you know what the run defense for Syracuse has, you know, let go this year so far, and um, maybe that's your game plan to switch it up and do that. But with that said, if <laughs> if they were to get the um, running game going. I mean, obviously that's just going to make it worse. And, and like you said, I totally agree. Like it looks like on paper that this team matches up good with us, but I got to be honest, man. I mean, just looking at this game coming into it and kind of watching Boston college here and there, I mean, they're pretty good. They're pretty solid. And yeah, well, yeah, they're good. And you can see their offense has gotten better as the season's gone on. Uh, first three games, they were only scoring in the twenties, but the last four have been in uh, the 30s and two of them up into the 40s. Uh, Jerkovic's already thrown for, I think, four out of the seven games for over 300 yards. So, um, I mean, that's kind of been their bread and butter. But, again, like we talked about, we got some pretty good corners in secondary that has stopped uh, better quarterbacks and receivers this year. So, uh, you know, if that happens again, then they'll just go to the running game and who knows what will happen for that. But, I mean, obviously, ultimately – 
we can sit here and we can look at that matchup, but we I think we both know that it ultimately comes down to how many points our offense can score against their defense. And uh, with a defensive-minded uh, head coach coming in like this, who's got NFL experience, then coming from Ohio State, you know that uh, they're going to have a pretty good game plan for us, especially considering that we're limited in what we can do um, and with our depth uh, and injury issues. So uh, to me, <laughs> I mean – I, I don't know. It's <laughs> it's tough to really see uh, a good outcome in this one just because you got a coach that's smart enough that's going to do what he has to do to win. Uh, he has one ugly this year, um, but f- and for the most part, his defense has kept him in in every game, but probably the Virginia Tech game. So kind of a younger um, team too. I mean, I mean they got some juniors on there, but it's not like senior. They got some good linebackers too. You know, it's tough yeah. to see. It's tough to see McDuffie doing so well over there because he was a commit that decommitted. Uh, he was a commit, a Schaefer commit, and then I think something like that, or he decommitted um, and went to uh, Boston College. But he was originally going to come to Syracuse, and I think he's a fifth-year senior or something like that. So uh, it's interesting to see him out there, you know, tied with the, the lead in tackles um, on that team. So, yeah, it's, it's going to be a tough one to watch, obviously, um, if – we can't keep it close on defense. Um, if they score, then we know that it's going to be kind of tough. Cause we're only well, averaging 19 points a game, 17 points a game, something like that. So, And defenses are just getting more and more tape on what we can do and how it just seems like every week it's getting easier and easier for these teams to stop what, what we can do. So it's going to be interesting to see how we can kind of change things up and, and make it to where you know, we can get some things that Boston College hasn't seen on tape, but – Again, that's all just preparation this week, and, and again, we'll see. Yeah, so um, with that said, we will obviously just give our predictions at the mybookie.ag picks segment. So we had a couple – you want to pull up Facebook, and you can read some of those? Sorry, I didn't prep you for that. Um, I'll, yeah. I'll do – it's just easier if both of us do it. And I will lead with um, Twitter. The Twitter. So, buy, sell, or hold, Joe. I want to get – let me know when you get it pulled up here. I'm going to start with – let me see. Let's start with it. Let's start with this one because I thought this one was fun. So, uh, Garrett Williams will lead in total tackles by the end of the 2020 season. I put up a graphic here. You got Michael Jones leading with 49 total tackles. Canton RQ with 40 Five total tackles, then you have Williams with 43, and then Hannah with 35, and then Carter with 33. So, Garrett Williams will lead the the year in total tackles by the end of the 2020 season, Joe. What say you? I'm going to say so. Okay. Uh, and it's only just because, I mean, he's a cornerback, and traditionally they don't get as many tackles. Now, obviously... Uh, teams throw on us and he hasn't given up a touchdown, but they do get, you know, shorter passes where he makes this, you know, sure tackles. And we do have, he's targeted a a lot for his, for his experience, for his position, for his position experience. And plus on top of that, uh, our linebackers have a really, really, because if you normally, when you look at teams, linebackers lead the team in tackles. And I don't, I don't know if you notice, you probably do. Most people probably do, but, uh, I mean, our rotation of linebackers is kind of crazy. I mean, Mikel Jones is up there. Canton Arcu's up there. Those are our starters. But they they f- flow in like five different linebackers, six different linebackers in there. So I think with that rotation, I think really that's what's keeping those numbers down and actually making it actually making it to where Garrett Williams could possibly get that number. But I'm still gonna I'm still gonna sell. All right, I am gonna sell as well. Only because you have a very analytical and thought-out reason. Uh, Michael Jones is just a beast, man. I mean, he's just after it all the time. He's in the position, like you said, to be able to get those extra tackles. And so I say he still beats him out. But he's only behind six right now. That's pretty close. That's pretty close. It's pretty close in total tackles. So um, Accus Waterboy says, Sell joins Jones beats him out by one. At Oil Cuse says sell, and at L don't know L Speech is his name. I don't know the handle. Anyways, he says Jones was lost out there Saturday, but that doesn't answer the question. So, what do you got on Facebook, Joe? 
Uh, there wasn't too much on Facebook. Three on Facebook. Uh, top fan Tim uh, Bye. That kid is hot shit right now and hope he just there keeps he getting better. There he is. Boy, you were going to owe a fortune to the swear jar. I didn't, I didn't say it. I was just reading. Tim said it. Blames yeah, our top fan, it. Tim. That's, that's I'm just. I'm not blaming a know. top fan for anything, by the way. I don't want to blame him. I'm just saying I'm going to read what he puts down. So okay. you're just going to have okay. to you deal guys, with it, I you guess. You guys heard right? it here. Right. And also, uh, J- J- Jacob buys as well. And we oh, do have buys. one hold. Um, David, hold. Although he's breaking out, let's wait and see what the last few weeks bring us. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. This one obviously had to come up. Okay. Um, Jacoby and Morgan will start before the 20, will get a start before the 2020 season ends. Okay. Not for Boston College, not for any particular um, game, but before the season ends. Yeah. Huh? Like so there's quite quite a few comments on this one on Facebook. Yeah, well, this was the talk of the town this week, so of yeah. course, um, James says Sal Brucey is starting. Is that from Necessary <laughs> Roughness? Is that what that's from? No, that's what I is, think that's from. Um, what's the one? Adam the longest Sandler yard prison. Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right, Brucey. Okay. <laughs> He's he's always clowning us. The guy's never serious, which is why it's hard to be serious with him. Which means we're just going to have that much more fun when he yes. comes on in the bye week. So, uh, all right. At Captain Patrick says, "I freaking hope so." So I'm. Uh, or at OLQs, I, he says, "I freaking hope so." Well, I am assuming that that means um, he's buying. I guess. Accuse Waterboy's buying. Um, at Sean Jacob Bean is buying. Uh, at Tom Harton at 21, bye. No way Rex starts all four games left, and Jacobian seems like the next in line. Um, at Matthew, it's not at Matthew, that's his name. I don't know what the hell his handle is. He says, do it. So I said he's going to, at Tony Staffieri, bye. Here's, here's one. R, at R Files 90, hold. If he gives us a few other. Solid drives he doesn't need to be great against BC. Then he should get a start at Louisville after the bye week. So um, he's going to hold. But for context, he says I want him to get the start so we can see what he can be. But my answer is based on how Dino might be thinking. So I read this. I'm like, you know what? That's that's legit. That's a well thought out answer. So. I'm going to say, I'm going to say, I'm just going to buy because I'm just going to say, I think eventually he starts a game. I think it's highly unlikely, but I'm just going to, I'm just on the train right now. BC, probably not the week, but I'm going to buy. You got a buy week. We're going to see how BC goes. I don't have warm fuzzies about BC. We got a buy week, then we mm. go and play Louisville. Right. Um, so to me, it feels like if he, if he does it all, we see him at Louisville, maybe, and yeah, we got a bunch of buys on Facebook. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, Aaron, absolute buy. Top fan, Anthony, buy. Chris, buy. Geo, buy. Dan, buy. Steve, buy. Daryl, buy. Morgan will start at least one game. David, buy. The way things are going, we may as well see what we have for next year. Um. Mike Jones, I'd buy a two-quarterback system at this point, play both freshmen and let them do their thing, play one first half, other second half. Only way to get true look at quarterback is put them in game situations. That's, uh, that's tough. Uh, top fan Zach, you know, I saw Ooh, that you dude, were going lo- back and forth. Yeah, love Zach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he, you know, my first attempt at a comment was this insanely long essay about putting it on hold and how dif- difficult task it'll be for a freshman to start against Notre Lame this year. Lame. I like that. Notre Lame. Then I looked at the schedule and realized they're the last freaking game of the year. He won't start against BC, but if Culpepper can't get anything going, the kid better be in during the second half. I watched his touchdown drive and man, he throws a pretty ball. His throwing motion is a little weird, but those short passes have a nice zip to them. And that throw on the run was a beautiful spiral. Let the kid play. Bye, bye, bye. Okay. Well, he buys, and so. he said he was going to keep it not you know below SA territory, but that's it's borderline. Yeah, you know. And then there's a couple cells. There's a couple cells. My brother Alex sold. 
No reason to throw him in the ringer. Start Rex the rest of the year. Don't throw the freshman in the fire. Let Rex burn this year down as a team. It's his last year anyway. <laughs> it's a very Alex uh, comment. Yes, yes. I like it. Um, also, <laughs> also uh, top fan Tim Sell. I think he gets more minutes, but not a start. And Jacob Sell. I don't think Dino lets him. And I guess my answer here would be, this would be my, my hold. This would oh be my, my hold. Gosh. The guy that come out so articulate about the whole quarterback situation in the last episode is going to hold on the most prominent question posed this year so far. That is weak, bro. Well, I mean, it's that easy is to what, say. I can't, I'm not going to buy based on like situational. Okay, right. I'm, I'm going to hold based upon the fact of, like, I feel like if he does start a game, it's going to be because of a Rex Culpepper injury? injury. Okay. And right. because Fair of enough. the fact that, and because of the fact that based upon what I heard from Dino, there there could be a situation where maybe Dylan another starts. quarterback jumps Jacoby and Morgan and starts instead. So that's okay. why I'm going to hold. All right. Fair enough. Golly. Okay. <laughs> Sorry you don't so, like my answers, bro. So, so annoying. Uh, all right. One more. One more. And then we're going to get into um, bet online AG picks. There you go. I was thinking about what I needed to say. And it was not coming to me. I had to close my eyes and concentrate. Okay. All uh, right. Let's see. The Orange will win at least one more game this year. All right. At Cuse Waterboy. Bye. Morgan will finally start and do well, which will fire up the defense and we shock a team like Louisville or NC State. That is po- a possibility in my little pea brain. That's a possibility. No. When they beat Clemson, they beat Virginia Tech. Nobody thought it was going to happen either, right? So, well, true. I mean, I'm just saying. You know, it, it, he's like doubling, not doubling down, but he's like he's adding an, an extra element of prediction to this by saying that not only will Morgan start a game, but he's going to win another game for Syracuse. So I like that. Oh. It's very bold. That is bold. At Drew Cuse, I'm going to buy. There's going to be a game where everything works and they play damn near perfect. It's going to happen. Love the optimism there. Like, like. Uh, At 73 underscore B underscore sell. The rule, Brandon, thank you. Brandon's on here quite a bit. I think he changed his handle because I don't remember it being that. But you know what's always great when you do a buy, sell, or hold? Explain. Explain. It doesn't have to be like a Zach explanation or like a Joe explanation, but just a little something. Just a little something. Okay, Joe, what do you got on Facebook? So on Facebook, we had seven comments. Hey, Tim Abbott, top fan, sell, sell, sell. David, I sell the heck out of this. I love the orange, but I'm not feeling very confident about winning. Thought Clemson inspired something in them, but guess not. Hashtag, I'm the new top fan. (laughs) <laughs> but you're not, David. You got to keep going, buddy. Yeah. Uh, Daryl, sell. Zero chance we win another game. <laughs> Daryl, former top fan, Daryl. Steve Malley, sell. Top fan, Tim, again, getting on there. Sell. Even with two more home games, they will be in an empty dome that won't inspire anything. Greg Eckert, sell, sell, sell. Which- Jacob Carpenter, sell. Okay. All right. So everyone's on that sell, uh, the sell train on Facebook. And uh, I'm going to have to agree. <laughs> you're selling too mm-hmm. yeah you know what unfortunately i love the optimism on twitter and which is not a place i would normally go for optimism but i will <laughs> but i will uh I, I will i will just say you know and i'm gonna tr- try not to make this a trend but uh i'm not calculated but i am calculated in this sometimes when i make these predictions on my own team it's because you know, it's good being right, but sometimes it's better being wrong. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sell too, man. I just We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And... 
Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The NBA Finals are heating up. Looking for hot takes on all the postseason action? The Old Man and the Three, presented by BMW, is the podcast to listen to for the ultimate finals coverage. Host and former NBA sharpshooter J.J. Redick not only has a plugged-in perspective on the action from his time in the league, but he's also announcing the games in real time for ESPN. J.J. has the ultimate insider point of view, and he's taking you along for the ride as he breaks down the best defensive schemes, dunks, and drives from each game. And speaking of incredible drives... There's no better place to tune into your new favorite podcast, The Old Man and the Three, than in a standard-setting BMW. Luxury meets power to create a wholly new driving experience. Push the limits this NBA season with the brand that set the ultimate standard, BMW, the ultimate driving machine. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset, hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders, while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Don't think, 
I don't think they can put a full game together to do it. And, you know, one full game put together. Well, I can't say that because they were, well, yeah, no, I can. Yeah, one full game that was put together is not enough to show me. And I just, I'm just crushed right now. So we will see. We will see. Well, what, Joe? Because we're about to head in. No, we're good. Go. Okay. All right. All right, time for the betonline.ag picks of the week. We will quickly let you know who is the the champion from last week. And then we will go ahead and proceed to do our our picks. We've got six games to go over. But first, let me tell you about our title sponsor. That is betonline.ag. Go there. Football's in full effect. Many teams out there strutting their stuff. You know it. I know it. Uh, you can you can, might not be able to get to a game this year, but Bat Online is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on everything imaginable from game spreads and totals to team, player, and coach and props. Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any other place online. Head to Bat Online today. Use the promo code Armchair to take advantage of all of the great sign up bonuses. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Thank you, Bat Online. Look, as you know, the Lawnmower 1.0. And then there was the Lawnmower 2.0. And then there was the Lawnmower 3.0. Well, guess what? And then there was the Shears 2.0. I don't. The Shears 2.0 are so good. I don't even remember the Shears 1.0. All right. Uh, Manscaped is forever changing the grooming game with their new Weed Whacker. This is a nose and ear hair trimmer that provides proprietary skin-safe technology, which helps prevent nicks, snags, and tugs in those delicate holes. Being the ears in the nose. The premium Manscaped Weed Whacker uses uh, yeah 9,000 RPM motor powered. 360-degree rotary dual-blade system. Its intelligently contoured design enhances the trimming experience, and it's waterproof, which makes it f- makes it easy for operation and cleaning. This is the only nose and ear hair trimmer on the market with, with a powerful rechargeable lithium-ion battery that lasts up to 90 minutes on one charge. Now, if you're like Joe and you mm. sit and do podcasts and things like that and pluck your nose hairs with your fingers and make your eyes water, look... That's ridiculous. Don't put yourself through that torture. Go to manscaped.com right now. They're making whacking easy. All right? And look, I told you this. I'm going to tell you again because it's a terrific stat, and I'm a stat guy. 79% of partners polled admitted that long nose hair is a major turnoff. It's gross. It's gross. Look, either either take some scissors to that jank or go to manscaped.com. Check out the Weed Whacker. Check out the spritzel for the schnitzel. Check out the cologne in the lawnmower 3.0. You can't get by without it. Look, go there now. Get 20% off and free shipping. Use the promo code armchair at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping by using the promo code armchair at manscaped.com. What are you waiting for? Thank you. Manscaped.com. Okay. So, I have to relinquish the the, the championship... Belt. The championship belt. Okay, you want it to be a belt? Okay, whatever. <laughs> uh, because I stunk it up big time, ladies and gentlemen. Just really, really bad. Really bad. So, um, I I did so bad, Joe, that I don't even have my sheet. Here it is. I did so bad, though, that I didn't even tally it. As I was going through, I was uh, five games. I was one and four. Joe, you were two and three. Which one did I hit on? Which one did you hit on? Obviously, we both lost the Syracuse game. We, we both lost. The, we both won. Lost. We both won the Virginia Tech game. Okay, they covered against Louisville by three, yep. and you took North Carolina to win by more than six and a half, and I took Virginia plus the points. And Virginia and won outright. I will say, possibly the game of the week too, and you chose that for game of the week. That was a yep. that was a pretty good game. So yeah, I would say. I would say it was the game of the week too. So you did it too for Joe. That's I'm a little jelly right now. I'm a little jealous. I'm a little <laughs> upset by it. And to be quite honest with you, I'm just going to fuel my fire to just come out all guns blazing. And look, I okay. got an email from betonline.ag and they're like, look, you guys, the both of you. Okay. I know you pass a imaginary belt back and forth, but you're using our name and, and you're doing a terrible job and actually deterring people from from going to our website and gambling. So 
Maybe just do the opposite of what we say. Try that. Maybe that's how you make money. All right, let's start with Boston College at the empty Syracuse, newly renovated Syracuse Dome. I don't know what to call it, the Dome. We don't call it the Syracuse Dome, right? So anyway, uh, Syracuse going into that game in their newly renovated empty Dome as a 14-point underdog. Now look, I'm just going to come out. I'm being a negative Nancy this week because basically – it's the it's the way I try to give us a fighting chance, okay? So, Joe, you got your little doohickey all set up? Yep. Okay. All right. I am going to take Boston College. I'm sorry, guys. You can hate me. You can cuss me out on Twitter. But I do it for all of us, okay? It's called taking one for the team. Joe. Um, I'm going to take uh, Boston College as well. I that think help at all. we looked at the stand. Well, we looked at the standings. Boston College they find themselves smack dab in the middle of the standings, where they've lost to three teams in the top six or seven, and beat three teams or two teams in the the bottom six or seven. So they're right in the middle, and uh, they're a little bit better than those lower teams. So it's really going to take like something like a turnover game like Georgia Tech where we have we score points and get five turnover and something like that to keep us inside that 14 point range. So I just I just don't see it. Um I hope it happens, but again I'm going right there with you from Boston College. There's nothing that I've seen that doesn't it's going to tell me otherwise. Miami at NC State. Miami will come into that game as a 10 and a half point favorite. Both of these teams are coming off of buys. So they are getting healthy from any injuries they had, and you don't usually see two teams come. Well, I guess you do here and there, but fortunately for NC State, they at least got a bye with Miami, I guess. Uh, right. You know what I mean? Um, so That's a Friday night game, too. Is it? I see. I don't have game. Yep. Oh, yeah, I do. 7.30. Yeah. That's awesome. Friday night. Yeah, that's, that's fun. That'll be great. Uh, man. Oh, man. Um, You know, I don't have many reasons other than NC State has let me down when I've picked them in the past, and I really thought they were doing really good, and they were, and they did surprise me a couple times. I did did win on them a couple times. Uh, I kept the faith in them, but I I, I just see Miami Miami covering that 10.5 points, even though they're playing NC State. They're going to be playing in front of fans, though, aren't they? So I, I just don't think it's enough. I think Miami takes it. Uh, yeah, I am kind of going to go opposite with you here, and it's only because Miami has kind of let me down when I picked them. So, uh, NC State kind of had a letdown the week before their bye, and Dave Dorn coming off the bye, I just don't know. Um, I just don't see them, like at least their defense coming out playing like that. I know they brought in uh, Ryan Finley's little brother to come in for Bailey Hockman half you know, yeah, some part he, during. He just was, uh, he was just okay, though. Yeah, he was just okay. But when you get a bye week and you get something like that, um, then you never really know what you can do. And maybe you know they just game plan for Bailey Hockman. But I just see a situation where uh, I mean Miami's not going to blank them, and I just can't see NC State playing with you know the lack of motivation like they did two weeks ago. So um, plus at home with some fans, I'm going to take uh, t- NC State plus ten and a half. Oh, okay. I thought you were going opposite. No. Well, you thought oh, wrong. Yeah, no, I took Miami. You're right. So, I took Miami, you took NC State. Yeah. All right. On to, probably should have looked ahead here. Let's see, let's see, let's see. Liberty plays Virginia Tech. I would just say that we're not doing this one, but I would keep my eye on that game. I think, you know... I think that's going to be a worth it's worth fifteen point underdog right now. Yeah, but, but I think it's worth watching at least for the first half. <laughs> see what man, Liberty's Liberty seven and zero. We'll just see how good they really are. Yeah, exactly. It'll it'll give you a good gauge for sure. Uh, yep. All right, uh, the 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 rivalry supposedly they've these these have let us down so far this year. Uh, North mm-hmm. Carolina at Duke. Um. I'm going to say 
that this is going to let us down again. Um, North Carolina coming off of a loss, scored a lot of points. Duke high on their horse after beating Charlotte 53-19. to I just don't think... I don't know. You know, it's good for Duke to go out there and just just beat on someone. That's great. Um, North Carolina ranked anymore, Joe? I mean, they might be ranked, but they were 15th when they lost to unranked UVA. Mm. Yeah, they... Um Where'd they, dro- tough... Where'd they drop to? I'll get back to you on that. Keep going. Okay. All right. Um, so with that said, North Carolina coming off a loss to an unranked Virginia, I think that I think that North Carolina is just a better team. And I think it goes without saying. It's not a ton of points. You know, 11 points. I don't think it's enough, but. Duke coming on. I mean, does Duke get those? Does Duke draw that closer because they beat someone fifty-three to nineteen? I mean, that's 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 factored into this, right? Oh yeah, but it's Charlotte. When you talk about so, it's, a, it's a it's a recent bias type thing. Yeah, 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 exactly. So yeah, I'm going North Carolina. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'll give Duke the eleven points. Uh, yeah, I'm going the same way. I, I checked the AP. It looks like they fell out of the AP top twenty-five, but yeah, the coaches. Coaches poll, they're still 24th. So, yeah, we saw that Duke wasn't world beaters, right? So it's a situation. Again, it could be the recent bias, recent bias of recent the fact bias. that Duke just yeah. killed Charlotte, right? And yeah. North Carolina just lost. But North Carolina put a bunch of points in their defense, kind of just, they underwhelmed. And um, I don't think Mac Brown's going to let that happen again, especially against a team like Duke where they don't even have an offense like Virginia when Virginia has their, their, you know, their health good, like, like they did. So, um, I do think that with that and the fact that even though Duke's in the state of North Carolina, where you are allowed to have fans, I think as a private school, they're still deciding not to. So there's still going to be an empty stadium. So, um, I'm going to go North Carolina as well. All right. This one here, this one here, uh, Pittsburgh at Florida state. Pittsburgh going to be heading to Florida State as a two-and-a-half-point underdog, okay? So, um, both of these teams coming off a bye. And I don't know about Kenny Pickett. And, obviously, that's a conundrum. So, (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, who does? Uh, Florida State, just not that impressive. I I am going to go out on a limb here, and I'm going to say that Kenny Pickett plays. And I mean, it's been what three weeks. I say, I say Pickett plays, and they clear two and a half. Pitt. Okay. All right. All right. Well, I just uh, kind of did a Google search while you were sitting there, sitting there giving your little talk. And I'm seeing a Pittsburgh, that? a Pittsburgh Sports Now report saying that Kenny Pickett's still not running on injured ankle. Joey Yellen again expected to start for Pitt. Okay, can so, I change my? Can I change that? Yeah, you can change if you like. I'm not going to. I'm staying. I'm sticking oh, with Pitt. Oh, okay. okay. Faked you out. Okay. Faked you out. I like it. I like it. Sneaky. Yeah. No. <laughs> Pittsburgh. Obviously, since Kenny Pickett got hurt, they went on a. A kind of a downward spiral, um, losing a game, obviously. I mean, Pickett started against NC State where they lost by one, and I think he got injured in the game the very next week at Boston College where they lost by one in overtime. But after that, uh, they lost by 12 against a ranked Miami team, and they got smoked by Notre Dame, obviously. Uh, so I see a situation where um, they lost pretty close games to teams like that, and uh, – God, but they're not scoring points with this yelling guy, so I'm I'm going Florida State at home. Okay, fair enough. Uh, all right. Okay. Now the spread on that is not going to fool me either. With I'm I'm surprised that with the projections of Kenny Pickett, um, that it's that close, too. Well, Florida State, as you said, is not the greatest team, but I think that I they have been that, improving a little bit. Yeah. 
And they're both coming off of buys. So Florida State, I think the edge goes to Florida State there if, if Kenny Pickett doesn't play, right? It's, it's can they keep it that close or win? Now, uh, right. well, and Florida's going to have fans quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah. What do they allow? 20,000? Half capacity? What? Quite a, they might be full. Though. Dude, they might be full. Capacity. It's more than 7% here. Yeah. Um, all right. Louisville at Virginia. Louisville is going to come to that and come into that game as a three-point underdog. Look, I don't know how this is even that close. To be honest with you, <laughs> I can't believe that this is at three points. It's almost like a gimme for me. Honestly, Virginia coming off of a forty-four forty-one win over number fifteen North Carolina. This is too easy. I just take Virginia. As a three-pointer, I can't believe that. That's terrible. Joe. Yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of right there with you. Kind of right there with you. Uh, I mean, Louisville played Virginia Tech good, and Virginia Tech is a good team. Um, So Virginia playing North Carolina. I'm I'm right there with you, man. I, I got to go with it. I mean, you pretty much said everything that I was going to say or about what I was going to say. So I'm right there with you, man. Okay. Now, I think I think the consensus is is strong right now. We only disagree so far in NC State and Miami, and that's going to be probably another dagger to me. And, well, and Joe will probably get to State. keep the. Oh, that's right. That's right. Okay, true. That's probably going to suck for me as well. So. Let's look at this game. This is my game of the week. It's the last one we're doing anyway, so I might as well just come out and say it. Two undefeateds. You got number four going against number one. And real quick, a question before we get into this, Joe. If Clemson beats Notre Dame, is Notre Dame a contender for the playoffs still? Because we remember what happened the past two times Notre Dame was in the playoffs. What happened to them? They got smoked by Alabama, and then they got smoked by Clemson. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I it, know, I know you're going with this, but again, I think there's too much because I don't even know what the NCA keeps is planning on doing with like, like the Big Ten who who started. I mean, are they right, going to be eligible? Yeah, the rankings. Others? Yeah, the rankings are weird right now. They're putting them up in the rankings. You know, you got Ohio State who's up there right now. You got Georgia that's up there right now. You know, so I don't know where Michigan is. I mean, I know they're not like, you know, you know. I right. mean, in Ohio State's playing like, who are they playing this weekend? The Rutgers. You know, I mean, so I don't know. I don't know how that's going to wind up. But I'm just saying, you know, they're fourth, so you got to assume they're in that slot right now. If they beat Clemson, right. obviously, if they beat Clemson, they're going to, um, you know, that's going to be just you just you just flip the script basically. You know, I think Clemson right. could still be able to get back in there, but I mean, I don't know. That's that's even tough. But they do have, they do have Miami left, and right. they would have. Hold on, who else would they have left? No, they would not talking? have. Wait, they would not have Miami left. Are you they talking would have, Notre Dame. No, I'm sorry, I'm talking about Clemson. They would have not a whole lot of opportunity in Florida State, Pitt, and Virginia Tech to get back up there. So I don't know. And I don't know how that works out, but I thought it was, I thought it was an interesting point because these guys are both undefeated, first and fourth. Look, my heart is with Clemson. I am not like a Clemson hater. I don't find it like I, you know, it's not like to me a for football of old. It's hard to find, you know, Boston College. You know, it's not like the Boston College rivalry. It's not like. You know, the pit rivalry to me. Like, Clemson just doesn't bother me. We beat them that one time. It was fantastic. But there's, like, not many NCAA football teams that I just, that just rub me the wrong way more than Notre Dame. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, I got to go. I got to say, if if Trevor Lawrence, I imagine he's going to play five and a half points uh, underdog Notre Dame is. I mean, I got to imagine Clemson just. I don't think he is. You don't think he is coming back? How many negative tests does he need? Like three or something like that? He should. He should be able to come back. It shouldn't last that long. 
Yeah, well, I know that they were talking about a situation where I know last week during that Saturday, Trevor Lawrence will travel with Clemson to Notre Dame, be Coach Lawrence versus Irish. Oh, really? Yeah. Be Coach Lawrence. He just can't Irish. play because of the cardiac back to play protocol that's in place. Rules required players to isolate for at least 10 days from the start of symptoms or a positive test. All right. I'm going to give this two ways. I hope Clemson waxes the floor with a freshman quarterback against Notre Dame. But I'm going to take Notre Dame, and I'm going to hope that that gives them the curse. Because me no curse. Yeah, the the Sean's betonline.ag pick curse. Got you. So, uh, I mean, so that's a tough one. Name. Yeah, and I still I still stick to what I said. I think that's the game of the week. I think that's the one in the ACC to really watch. Obviously. Yeah. Obviously, right two undefeated is going. Say, in. I don't want to. I don't want to copy you, but I'm I'm looking at everything else, and I don't, I can't see anything that's even close. No. I mean, there could be close games, but as far as Drawing a one versus four. I mean, you're you're absolutely right, and uh, I'm also kind of going to go with with your Notre Dame pick. When I look at Notre Dame and I look at the the amount of points that they've given up, I mean, thirteen to Duke, they mm. blanked USF, uh, twenty six points against FSU, which a lot of that was garbage time. Seven to Louisville, three to Pitt, and thirteen to Georgia Tech. And now you're going to have this freshman quarterback, which, albeit, you got a great team around you, and he's a five star. But he's not Trevor Lawrence yet, you know. He doesn't have the nope. college experience and the stuff. So I'm not saying they can't win. Good practice for him though against Boston College last week, coming back and winning that game too. Very but, boys uh, mature. I mean, Notre, right now, Notre Dame is looking like they got one of the better defenses, if not the best defense. They're huge, you know. Minus maybe. I mean, yeah, they got they got a great defense, and just the scenarios and the situation with Trevor Lawrence being out. Um. I got Notre Dame in this, especially getting five and a half at home because they can still lose and you'd still cover, you know, if there's a field goal or something like that. Mm-hmm. But in, in this instance, you know, when you talk about you know, Notre Dame Clemson and with if Notre Dame loses and everything, uh, this is a situation I think where if Notre Dame loses because of the rest of their, you know, after Clemson, they have at Boston College, at North Carolina, Syracuse, and at Wake. So it's not like they have a bunch of world beaters. So um, in this scenario, they don't have a lot of, Big time games to be able to up their their. Um, Neither resume. one of them do. Neither one of them do. So well, but the issue is, is that Clemson's always going to have that thing in the back pocket of well, if they lose and it's close. Uh, if Trevor Lawrence would have played, on top of the fact that sure. they've won the national championship a couple years in a row, right? So it's like you have a situation where Clemson's more likely to be included, and on top of that, you also have to think there's going to be an ACC championship, and it's going to be the top two. And right now, it's looking like the only ones that are involved. It's those Notre two. Dame and Clemson. Notre Dame and Clemson are both um, so they undefeated. Could, right. They could and go Miami, one and one, right? Right. Miami's, Miami is is uh, got one loss, and Miami doesn't play Notre Dame, but they did lose to Clemson. So if Clemson were to lose, then they're in a better position to be able to make and fight their way back in. But realistically, because I don't know what happens if Notre Dame loses and then Miami wins out, who, who gets in between Notre Dame and Miami to play against Clemson. But if Clemson wins, then they're going to get in over Miami, if even if Miami runs the table. So it would be just a rematch of Clemson-Notre Dame, but this time with Trevor Lawrence and not at Notre Dame. Right. And if Notre Dame, were, if Notre Dame were to lose that game, then they might get bounced out, depending on what happens. I mean, if you get an undefeated Ohio State in the Big Ten and then you get um, Georgia. an undefeated... Yeah, and you get an undefeated Georgia and Alabama playing each other in the, the SEC Championship, both those teams would be included as well. So... Um, Notre Dame's in a kind of a situation where, uh, honestly, I don't even want to say it, they can lose this game and still get into that ACC championship. And then if they were to beat Clemson in the ACC championship, then they would probably be included in it, and they would Clemson would be left out. So, so it gets murky. It definitely gets murky, but, um, but Clemson's definitely in a more favorable position if they were to lose. Yeah, I agree. Okay. Just wouldn't be able to lose again. All right. Well, yeah, exactly. They couldn't lose the championship, assuming assuming they both make it there. Right. So, um, Which is probable. It's probable, in my opinion. 
So, all right, that is it. Um, you know, don't don't hold us to these. <laughs> no, <laughs> okay. no, yeah, exactly. Okay. We've obviously proven that we're not. I mean, come on. You know, it would, would be just... nice to do a podcast and be like, you know, where we both did really good somehow. I don't know how that's possible. One of us has got to win. One of us has got to lose at some point. But that we did really good because yeah. it's it's not easy. It's just a weird no. year. It's a weird year, and the betting is not easy. The betting is tough. They make it so if, tough. If it was easy, everyone would do it and win money. That's true. If it was easy, Vegas would be broke. That's true. It's also true, Joe. But you know, do what you will. Be responsible. <laughs> Don't drink yes. and bet. Um, all right. <laughs> yeah. that, that is going to do it for us. I want to thank all of you for listening. Thank you so much for, for hanging with us and uh, listening to this mediocre show twice a week. Appreciate you, Bet Online. Appreciate, Appreciate you, Manscaped.com. For Joe, I'm Sean. We're out. Peace.